Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Auto Know Better podcast. I'm joined this week by Gilly, Smarty, Adam, Mad Adam as we call him, and Carl. How are you doing, boys? Yeah, you doing? All right. Yeah, good, thanks. All right. So uh, we actually won a game this week. Um, Woo! Bit of a bit of a turnaround for us after the last few results. That good, good bit of uh, good bit of morale boosting for us. Um, we've got the predictions from the Newcastle game, so I'm going to go straight to Gilly for that. We'll see how everybody's done. Yeah, so um, stats were spot on with a 2-1. Um, Ash was spot on with a 2-1, which I'm going to be very interested. I'm going to update the table. I'm going to be very interested to see where she's landed at the moment because she's she's uh, predicted far fewer games, and I know that Smarty were a bit scared right off the bat. Um, but yeah, uh, just about everybody predicted a Leeds win. However, can any of you remember who didn't? It's got to be. It's got to be was Jay, it you? It? it was M. Render. Went with a one-all draw. Oh, did she? Yeah. Ah. So wankers what on this week is M. Render. Josh is good at drawing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> ah, nice. So right, well, um, um, tell us a bit more, Gilly. Go on. Uh, no, I was just going to say, so um, we're, we're all ready to go for the uh, the predictions for the next game. So if you come back to me towards the end and we'll pick up them uh, from everybody on here and then I'll get it from the rest of the group. Uh, as we go Sounds forward. good. Nice one. All right. So uh, mention the Newcastle game then. We uh, did the Baradian Cup after-match podcast yesterday, uh, which I'm sure everybody's listening to, that's listening to this. Shame on you if not. Um, but we'll touch on the game a bit, just seeing as uh, we are a Leeds podcast, and uh, we've got to enjoy it when we win. So I'm going to go to Carl. What just you know? What did you think about the game last night, Carl? What do you, what are your thoughts on it? Overall, I enjoyed it. Like, um, but I guess uh, we 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 witnessed some of that lovely sloppy passing from defence into the midfield again. I think there was a few from Cooper where he kind of he kind of tried to dink it. 
And it, it didn't really work and we lost possession and we kind of pushed forward again a bit. But look, overall, after three straight defeats, uh, a win is a win. And I think they're the kind of games that we need to we need to start winning uh, to, yeah. to make sure that we, we stay up, you know. Um, just one or two things. Pascal is a centre-back. I said it today on Twitter. I was like, he is a centre-back. I'll fight anyone that wants to tell me otherwise, except Marcelo. Um, he is a centre-back. There's no two ways about it. Um, Newcastle are muck. Um, <laughs> I don't think we needed to watch another 90 minutes in Newcastle to understand that they were actually terrible and they haven't won in 10. I was, is that 11 now? Sorry, it was 10 11, when they lost. Yeah. So they haven't won in 11 and we've beaten them twice in 11 games. So... It says a lot uh, about Newcastle, but also I think it it reiterates the point that I don't think the pitch is our issue when it was a little bit off again last night on a surface like that. And that's that's just I think that's just the way it is. I think we we went one 0 up and I think then it was it was we, we started playing hoofball a bit again for some bizarre reason. We did start pumping it long a little bit and it, it, it kind of took away from the good work that we'd done building up to the goal because we did play quite well uh, building up to the goal and, and the pressure we were putting on their front or their back four, the back line and the midfield was definitely more uh, prosperous than it has been in, in previous games, I think. Um, yeah. But to, to say that we stopped playing football on 34 minutes for the end of that half and then large portions of the, the second half they were there they were very much on top and if they had anyone that could finish it that that game would have finished too odd well um, I remember uh, in the chat we were saying between us weren't we that um, you know you're playing against us weak from set pieces defence a bit mm-hmm. fragile why why is Andy Carroll not in there the big battering ram why is he not you know smashing people yeah. and getting his head on stuff and just a strange strange tactical decision that from Bruce you're right, yeah, because like Bruce is a, he's he's quite, you know, he's an intelligent enough guy, and he's a, he's been a manager for nearly twenty years or something. And when you're someone like Andy Carroll on the bench and our set pieces, like they got quite a lot of set pieces, and they probably should have finished maybe one or two more than, you know, than we give them credit for. Like, but Jesus, like Messier made that great save just under the crossbar, and you know, yeah. it was it was good. Stuart Dallas. Is not born in Leeds. He's <laughs> fucking Cook Town, Northern Ireland. No, and no, no, no. Hang on. No, he's, he's ours now. His mum was from Cookridge and his dad was from Chapel Town. That's where you've got <laughs> Cookstown from. <laughs> I'm not buying that at all. I, I'm pretty sure he's from Cooktown in Northern Ireland. And I, I'm nearly sure there was a big, huge banner congratulating him when we got promoted in Cookstown. Uh, so this is just a shout out to all commentators, not just any in particular. Do your fucking homework, the absolute cabbages. That's an official auto no better opinion. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that's my sh- that's my lot. Thanks very much. Cheers, Carl. One thing that I just want to say on 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 the when you're saying about uh, if they had somebody that can finish, I'm sorry, I think they really do. They've got some glittering players that are very capable at mid Premier League kind of level they're just everything else is shit and the coaching shit they've got players that have the capability going forward to be able to do damage to a fragile defence and they should have done 
So I don't think it's the playing staff. I think it's the coaching I, and the setup that's the problem. I think you're probably well, right there. That there, there is the counter argument to that. I won't get into it too much. You, you could say that it is the, the the problem with the people that they have with finishing because they're getting to the point where they should be finishing. They're in our eighteen yard box. They're on the edge of the box and they're in positions. So from back to midfield to our final third, they didn't really we, seem to have an issue. And, and it was that. when they got, <laughs> we do that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we've got a decent manager. <laughs> yeah, we we we've got a manager. We won't get into the manager side of things, but like they've players up there that can finish, you know. Then and they didn't. So essentially, they have. If they if they had better players, they could have beaten us. But the players that they have, they're good, but just not finishing. Yeah, and I think it shows you as well when you look at the job that Fields has done with our players. Bruce is kind of doing the opposite to their players. Yeah, you know, Fields yeah. makes players better. Bruce seems to make them worse. Like um, Almiron and Arjun for those guys. They, Newcastle are lucky that they amassed the points that they have so far before this run started because they don't look like doing anything now. Mm. But um, I was going to uh, ask Smarty for a few words on this, but I think you and I are going to discuss the poll results, Smarty. So I'm going to ask Adam if he's got anything to say with him being no, late. Poll, poll results, team team really. Yeah, well, I will figure it out. I think, uh, I, th- I, think, I think we were pretty shit for most of it, but Newcastle were just worse. At times, um, I didn't really see how any phases of real play from us that got me excited and thought, you know, way back out of our shit run. Um, I just think we got lucky that we played against a team that were more bereft of confidence than we are. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what was up with Bamford last night. If I, I, I think that's the worst I've seen him play. Looks off at the moment. He don't look don't look right. Um, I thought Rafinha again looks amazing. Um, um, it was just yeah, just another nothing type of game from Leeds, really. Um, Harrison took his goal well, great yeah, bit of play. Nice finish, though. No, but other than that, just just a nothing game for me. I don't. I just, just nothing yeah. to get excited about, was it? Nothing. No, no, I think you're right. I do, I, I do have a couple of things to say. Well, um, do you know what, Smart? I didn't want to leave you out in the cold. I'm going to nip back to you and just ask you for a couple of words. Just, just to be, just to be on the opposite end of the spectrum. I think, I think we actually play quite well. Um, the first half, I mean, fucking hell, I hope Angus Kinney has still got receipt filler in here. He'll have to get his file of facts out and have a good old wander <laughs> through. Because what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Something not right there. Uh, another makeshift defence with Struick. Um, yeah, good player. I, I, I was quite happy with the defence. Um, I think Cooper played well. It's nice to see Aileen back in his position as well. Um, oh, <laughs> sorry, uh, Chef United have uh, won up uh, against the scum. I'm stuck. What? Chef United have won nil up against the scum. I'm the scum. I was going to assess them because I'm watching it. I was like, oh, <laughs> Um, sorry, Sparta, come on. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, yeah, no, I thought I thought the I thought the first half we played really well. It was a match improvement on on Brighton. Um, I know okay. we've said that the pitch. Obviously, we, we can't say yes or no whether it has a, um, any sort of factor to do with our performances and stuff like that. But I think playing on a better pitch definitely on us last night. Um, but yeah, the second half, uh, Alan sent maximum um, frightening. I think. Um, in the second half, we kind of got down to their sort of playing, and we we seemed to struggle, or we seemed to start getting a bit motivated, and we weren't passing the ball around as well. Uh, but on the other hand, 
we ground out a defeat and it's nice to see. Um, so you can't really say, oh yeah, we were that fucking shit because we scored two goals, two belting goals as well. Not to Harrison for his uh, for his goal as well because that were an absolute peach. Yeah, it was good. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think a lot of people think, oh fucking all it's shit. At the end of the day, we we still got our, most of our teams a championship team and we're playing against fucking really good teams here. Regardless yeah, of how poorly coached Newcastle are, they're still a good team. Yeah. So uh, yeah, not all doom and gloom. Me. No. Can I can Fair I enough. just ask? Can I just put this out to you? Sorry to sort of take over a little bit on this bit. Here we go. No, no, no. Do you think we? Um, do you do you think we looked worse when Click came on? Because I, when Click came on, we just seemed to lose any type of control in midfield. I don't. I don't know if anybody else agrees. With I think that. it were already going down. I thought we were already playing shit at that point. Yeah, I think it were already the performance were already suffering a little bit by then anyway. So it kind of contributed to it. Maybe I don't know. I don't think yeah. Pele could have come on and changed that way we were yeah, playing maybe, at that point. Maybe I'm just being harsh. No, I had a bit as well. Like, right, I'm going to move. Dallas on. moved to left back. I thought it, we kind of lost our shape a little bit. That energy that Dallas was giving us, but anyway. Just yeah. one one comment on on what Smarty's saying about uh, Newcastle not be, not being a shit team. If they'd have beaten us last night, they'd have been a point behind us. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it won't. You know that that's that. Those are the teams that we do want to be beating. We need to target those teams that are in and around us. There would have been one point behind us had we not beaten them. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I'm going to move us on from there. So, uh, thanks for that, guys. So, the next bit on the uh, agenda tonight it's the uh, the poll that we put on the Twitter account, where we ask the listeners to uh, vote on a number of different topics, and we'll discuss it on the podcast. So, the winner for this week's poll is the 49ers investment. And because I have gone a bit off track and put the wrong person on the uh, pre-game bit, I think I'm going to you for this, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all right. Um, so, yeah, um, they already had a uh, 15% stake in the club that was purchased in 2018. Um, they've bought another 22%, um, take it up to 37. Um, and uh, I think it's pronounced Marath, uh, becomes the vice chairman. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the, the club has come out and said that, um, it, so obviously they already had some involvement because they had some investment already in the club, but it's going to be more involved day to day. Um, personally, I think that's quite exciting. They've built a real um, organisation over there of success. Um, and mm. when I say success, not necessarily on the field, but commercially, they've, yeah. they've, they've had a lot of success in the States. Um, and if you combine that with what Rads has already achieved with us, which is huge what he's achieved mm. with us you know he, he had his, his pelters uh jason who's part of our group gave him absolute shit and called himself rex arms because he said he was high um which, uh, but to be fair to him he, he uh, uh he, he gave himself a bit of um a bit of stick over over the fact that he has been achieved things so combining rad's capabilities and the, the proof that he's already had that positivity and that positive impact on us and bringing the 49ers in a little bit more, not only is that, I mean, the, the money, as I understand it, will go to Rouse. It won't go to the club because it's him that sold his shares. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, we may well see uh, some small amount of investment. And my understanding is that the 49ers actually directly funded the pitch. Um, All right, okay. Pitch has been laid, and that's my understanding as well. Uh, the fact that somebody with that kind of background and that kind of, uh, proof of capability is going to be having more day-to-day involvement working with Kinnear, working with Rads, I think is really positive. Uh, so, you know, always round, I think it's a positive move. You know, the, when we talked about 
uh, investment coming from the Middle East um, and, and there's investment coming into clubs from China and Russia. Um, whilst I don't like um, the fact that, you know, the Glazers have gone in. Well, actually, I love the fact that the Glazers went in and, and <laughs> completely screwed the scummy to the ground and put billions of pounds worth of debt on, on the club. That's Fantastic. great. But, um, but, you know, great you look work. at you look at the scum, you look at Liverpool, and do we want too many Americans involved? Well, maybe not, but they were already involved with these ones, so they're just a bit more involved now. Uh, looking yeah. further forward, I think that, that there is real potential for them to be majority stakeholder in the future. I don't think Rads will ever walk away from the club. Um or at least not in the short to mid-term, maybe longer term. No. But uh, I, I think he'll, he'll maintain a, a stake in the club, even if they become majority shareholders, which I kind of can see. Uh, the amounts, I don't think there's actually been, um, th- th- there's been numbers kicked around. I don't think there's any, anything been solidified and said this is uh, what the fi- figures are. Um, yeah. uh, but it, it seems that uh, the the um, approximate £300 million valuation of the club may have been eroded slightly by... COVID, you know, fans not being in the stadium, yeah, yeah. the, the, the impact that um, has been felt there commercially um, has reduced the value of the club slightly, but it will have done across all clubs. Will it? So, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's so that's yeah, it. it'll be relative. It's not just us. That's right. Cool. So I, 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 mean, I think it's a really positive thing. I think it's a good thing. Um, I mean, anything like that shows that we're going in the right direction. The fact that people like that want to get involved, the fact that they see that it's worth putting that sort of money into us, it, it says a lot about like the long-term future of the club and where people who know what they're doing see it going. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it's a big sort of vote of confidence for Radzat and the, what he's done there with uh, with Kinnear and Orta and the other guys. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I can't say a negative to it. I don't think there's any sort of downside to this at all. We may not get any sort of immediate money pumped into the playing staff from it, from what they've said. Go get Depaul. Um Yeah, it'd be nice if we did. <laughs> but... You know, as I say, it's the right direction. It's got confidence in the club and in the management, and it shows that what's building at Elland Road is, you know, it's for the long term. It's we're going in the right direction. We're not saddled with the idiots we've had in the past and the, the debts and spiraling out of control. I think those days are long behind us, touch wood. So, yeah, good thing, I think. Uh, anybody else want to chip in on that before I uh, move us on? Or? Smart, we've got it in there now. Um, well, just to mirror what Gilly says, you know, uh, having someone, a franchise as big as, as the 49ers, the guys over there in the US, you know, with the amount of, of experience and stuff that they've got with this sort of thing, you know, it can only be a positive thing, regardless of the monetary value that we've, we're probably gaining from it or, via, you know, through rads that we're gaining from it. Their experience in this sort of thing um, from such a massive, massive club. I, I, do you call them clubs over there in the, in the US? I'm not sure. Franchise. They are a franchise, but you know whether they're a club or not. You know the 49ers are absolutely huge. So having um having a, not a consortium of sorts, but looking like it could be a kind of consortium of owners that maybe maybe involved with leads towards you know in the future, like Gilly said. You know it's only a positive thing uh, to have someone not solely in charge of the club and having other people you know run it as well. So yeah, absolutely, Gilly, Gilly's right. What he said, you know, spot on. Really, it's really good to have somebody who knows what they're doing. I tend to agree with you sometimes. <laughs> I just don't admit it. Um, I, I think it's um, it, it, just on a on a you know a commercial side of things. I think it's good that what's his name? How do you pronounce his name? Gilly Marhat. Marhat. <laughs> Marhat? You know me now. 
Marath, I think. Marath, yeah, he's he's come straight out and he's he's nearly put to bed any rumours that we might move from Ellen Road or anything like that. I know they had the the plans for the stadium to redevelop it and all that, but with the likes of these owners coming in, they might have different ideas in relation to how commercial uh, we could get, and it could mm-hmm. potentially be a, a, a move away from Ellen Road. But thankfully, he's come out and he said he just wants to redevelop Ellen Road, and and, and that's that's a big thing for me anyway. I they can sell the, the stadium name whatever they want, but at the end of the day, they're going to have to go to the council and ask them to change Ellen Road because that's what you know that's the road that the stadium's on. Like they they can change it to the BT Stadium, whatever the hell they want, but we'll always be going to Ellen Road, and that's. I think that's important that we we keep that side of our identity as well, you know. Yeah, yeah St James's Park will always be St James's Park. It don't yeah, matter yeah. what. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's the sports sports direct or whatever it is. Yeah. Stadium, isn't it? Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's St James's Park. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, I think that the uh, having somebody at that level who really knows what they're doing with a sports club or team, or whatever, as well, is it's going to be good for Radzak. He's got somebody there that if he does. Do something wrong, or he's not sure about something. It can turn this guy, this guy might step in and say, "Yeah, you know, don't do that, do this." You know, it's that kind of sort of experience behind him now that's going to help him. I think, and that's only going to be good for us. So that's my take, anyway. Right, so we are now moving on to the predictions for our next game, Gilly. So we've got Leicester away on Sunday the thirty-first. We have indeed. Just just as we uh, as we look forwards, actually, um, Leicester and Everton are our next two fixtures. They're playing each other tonight, and Everton have just gone one 0 up. Oh, right, um, okay. So, I mean, the thing to bear in mind is that Leicester are now without Jamie Vardy, uh, their talismanic striker, uh, yeah. who always seems to score against us. So, with that in mind, we will come round the table. Uh, Adam, you are first on the list. Uh, would you like to give me your prediction? Oh, you hate it when we come to you first, don't you? <laughs> That's why I did it. Gauge the room first, <laughs> don't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Judge yeah. the mood. I, Leicester are a solid team. Brendan Rodgers is a good manager. I think even without Vardy, they've got some fucking, they've got some firepower. Do you know what I mean? Madison's starting to score. Oh, he's on fire, mate. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 Leicester and I hate myself. I do. It's minus five if you get it wrong. It is, but he said it now. Now, you did get away. I I mean, I I want to say you did get away with getting the prediction right in the last game because you said 2-1 in the chat, but you did say 2-0 on the pod. Oh. He's playing the system. You said 2-1 last. I'd already decided that that's what your answer was going to be before the game. That's the last time you get away with it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, as we come down, um, in fact, now I'll come off the screen. So, uh, Jay, you're next. Well, obviously, I'm going 4-1 leads because that's my (laughs) staple prediction. It's got to happen at some point. So, yeah, I'm sticking with that. Carl? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Adam. Adam, <laughs> not you. Me? I've already been. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. You're already been. You're you're Marbles, man. It's Marbles. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit in Adam's camp. I'm going 2-1 Leicester. Ooh. Cheers, Matt. Ooh. 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 Even with that, it's creeping up on you. 
Yeah, yeah, fucking hell. It is what it is. Yeah, I think, I think, I think Leicester may be just too strong for us, even without Vardy. You know? um, Jay's gone forward, leads. Uh, Kyle doesn't play. Uh, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to. Uh, you know, Leicester pissed me off, right? And and this is it. This is the, to Leicester. So oh, oh come on, oh, that. that's smart. Oh. <laughs> that's smart to get minus five. That that's fucking minus oh, five. Smart. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I can't help it. It's my Mac. It, it rings when my phone rings. I really apologise. I apologise. So, Even if you have your phone on silent. It, it, no, phone it's his actual silent. computer that rings. Um, no, I, I I don't like Leicester, and the reason that I don't like Leicester is I don't like Liverpool because they've got the L postcode, but Leicester took the LE postcode, and therefore they can fuck off. <laughs> Leicester's not as big as Leeds. Liverpool, you can kind of argue. Leicester, you can't argue at all. Leicester's just a shit hole in that bit in the middle that nobody wants. You know, the Southerners, even the Southerners don't want that bit, and the South starts at Sheffield. We all know that. So this is in in the middle of the Badlands. Oh they, can, they can just piss off. So, 2-1 leads on that basis. Absolutely no sitting on the fence there from Gilly. None whatsoever. That train of thought and how you got to that that prediction is is perfect. Perfect. <laughs> you can always count on him to tell There was time. logic, there was reason, you thought about it, and you you, you know you, you, you delivered it with conviction, Gilly. Fair play to you, man. <laughs> it's, it's that sort of thing that he used to sit and think about on those long cold nights before he had this podcast to do with us. <laughs> Yeah. Them about, why do I hate them going through the table looking at different teams I hate them because they're down south <laughs> London bastards <laughs> fuck them right so we've right. got everybody that that's here that's playing Carl um, so yeah on we go yeah cool I think uh, I'll just say I think it's going to be a tough game that one um, I think it there's a, a lot of sort of positive for us in Vardy not being there with his pace but with the other players that you guys have mentioned, like Madison and stuff on fire, it's it's not going to make a massive difference. It's still going to be a tough game. Um, they're going well out. I think they're third in the table. Um, yeah. So, I hope that we get something. I've said before, you know, every game we go into, I feel like we've got a possible chance of getting something out of it because of the way we play. But, again, it's, you know, we're either going to do really well or we're going to get smashed So. Fingers crossed it's the uh, the former and we uh, come away with something out of that and I'll be very happy. I'll be happy right. with four points out of the next four games, quite simply. If we can get four, four points from four, four or from two. Four. four. If we can get three from Palace, maybe one from Arsenal or Everton. Good. Palace were happy with Arsenal this last time though, didn't they? Yeah. We were that would be depressing as fuck that. I think they got lucky that day, man. But if 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 Bamford's goal for, you know, a sleeve being offside and all. Oh, if that goes that. in, if it goes in, I think that's a different game. We're not on the back foot. We're in the ascendancy there. You know, we're going forward with that one. Like, but yeah, all this and buts. That was one of those moments, wasn't it, that changes the course of the game. And um, I think so. And people say once again, it went against those things aren't significant, like, and, and they are. They really are. Like, your, your head's down when that, when you're kind of looking at that going... Oh my offside there, and you just your head drops a little bit. Regardless, it's stupid that because like the player can't possibly check for that. You like yeah. you check your run, you can't account for your sleeve being a millimeter offside, can you? And I think that that's um, that's the crux of that. It's ruining the game. But you know, VAR and crap like that is something that we uh, we may touch upon in the future um, <laughs> with a, a little feature <laughs> that might come up somewhere. 
we might stick in there, you know. Keep, you know, watch this space, people. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was going to move on, but Adam's clearly itching to say something. So, well, yeah, it's, it's been forty minutes, and <clears throat> Mad Adam's not had a rant yet. So I just <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason for Adam. You've been managed. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was you know, just then when you're talking about referee, uh, that the the offside from the Palace game. What the fuck happened with that handball last night from Lascelles? It was a clear handball. Oh yeah. Why is yeah. Why is VAR? Yeah, the rule, aren't they? No one gave a fuck. They've agreed on the rule change. Yeah. But it's a lot of fucking shite. Just nobody seems to know Where's about it. Where's the consistency? Jamming. So yeah, and it, that's all I want to say. I'm not going to go on a mad rant mm. about it, but basically, it's just it was wank. Very restrained to you, Adam. Cheers. Thank you. And that's that. <laughs> but it'd be good to 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 hear what you know what the. Uh, our subscribers and listeners have to say on that because I think it's fucking bullshit. Absolutely. And uh, on that, uh, got form do, as well. Do let us know. Do let us know. Lascelles got form as well. He, he, had, he had one against Arsenal, uh, not given. He had one against Spurs, not given. Uh, one against us, not given. He's got form for it. Maybe he just yeah. does it now on purpose. Playing volleyball. Are they ever going to do anything about it? Play wrong them. spot. <laughs> I'm going to take piss. That's the thing, Jay. It's like you were saying, like where forward players will take a dive. To, mm. or kick a ball at a, a defender's hand to, to gain an advantage. Yeah, yeah. Because they've uh, kind of altered the rule a bit now, yeah. is he, our defender starting to use it to their advantage where they're like, oh no, my hand's by my side, but my other hand is fucking out here. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Which was the, nearly the case last night, you know? So it's like, are they starting to cop on to how they can bend the rules to their well, advantage? And, and, you know, as well as strikers and forwards, maybe. Like, this is the thing. That's, as we know, it's, it's all about you. fine margins. And, um, professional sports people will, will try and find any sort of loophole or advantage they can, won't they? So I wouldn't be surprised if there were people trying to do that. And, and it's not just forwards that are diving. allowing it, then, you know. Yeah, and it's not just forwards that were diving. Look at, look at Cher last night taking a dive. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then Rodrigo, she tells him afterwards. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> we're, we're laughing at him after his money. Like, that was nice. Yeah, he's he's really started. Twenty-seven million pound for boys. That's it. Yeah. Now. He's completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's one of us now. Season, he's probably. one of us now. He's one of us. He's embraced our culture. And so, Newcastle yeah. fans him a mention say, "No, he's a dirty bastard. He's spat in his face, and now he's probably yeah. just caught him a fucking." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably just told him to get the phone. Oh, we don't have any talk like that. No, you're not. Know <laughs> Thorpe. Get up, get up, you soft bastard. <laughs> That's, better. That's all like under it. the rainbow here, boys. <laughs> I'll be getting banned now. Cheers. <laughs> no doubt about it. You'll be getting banned. You're always taken up down. Down. Well, down. Well, first time. <laughs> I, I always thought it would just sort of mean well, Adam that you had to look out for on this podcast but you yeah, know, I, uh, I won't go and set a neighbour's car on fire though Adam will <laughs> <laughs> that will work that's right <laughs> <laughs> for an accident I accidentally right, I think, set uh, his car on fire I think we'll move swiftly on now um, after that bit so cheers boys uh, so we're on to uh, one of the best bits of the uh, podcast here now the hot topic uh, this is the bit where we look at who we're playing against and who their manager is, and uh, we have a little discussion and we decide whether they can stand up to the mighty hawk. So I'm just going to go around in the order I've got you guys on the screen here. So I'm going to go to you first, Killy. Would you take Rogers or would you stick with the hawk? Do you know what? There uh, <laughs> we go. Do you know what? You see, right. Um, 
<laughs> I want to say the hawk. I just can't. Not this week. Rogers is a great coach. I've got a lot of time for him. I think he's good. I don't think he's he suffers from uh, he, he doesn't suffer from any Lampardishness. Um, you know, he, he, he doesn't suffer from the cloppishness. Um, you know, there's no air of tagger about him. Um, he, he gets he gets results from players. Yes, all right. You know, you look at that Leicester squad. They've got some good players in that squad. Um, but you know, he went up to a farmers league. He really made a difference. He's come back down to Leicester. That you know, that 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 already had recent success. But if you look at the um, the way that the club were going, actually, it felt like they were on a bit of a downward trajectory when he came in. Um, and he's turned that around again. And as you said, you know, the third um, and and the, the, the going well. So, um, do you know what? I, I love to say the hawk, especially if it's up against a scummer, uh, because we know that he's terrible and we'd still pick him over a scumbag. Uh, but I, can't, I, can't, I just can't do it this week. It's Rogers for me. Mm, okay, controversial. Adam, what are you saying? Yeah, I'm good. I, I agree completely with Gilly. I think if you were, if you look at what Rogers has done, you know, even when he when he fucking when he started at Reading, he got on playing good football. When he was at Swansea, he got on playing good football. The guy's a football man. He's a good coach, good manager, good man manager. Um, he, you're right with what you said, Gilly. Leicester were on a downward trajectory, but only because they won league, so there was nowhere else they could go other than down. But he seems to have given them a different identity without sort of going against the the, the results are still there. Even though he's changing the way the, the style of football, they're still getting results. So I think I think he's a brilliant manager. And, and other than probably Klopp and obviously we, we I never want Bielsa to leave, but other than sort of Klopp and yeah, Rodgers, they'd, they'd be the only two managers in the Premier League that I'd want at Leeds. I wouldn't want anybody, you know, what anybody. I'm Pep. Mm. He needs too much cash, doesn't he? Yeah, he's too. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, we we haven't got any fucking. Well, yeah, we haven't got any proper left backs anyway, and he spends three hundred and fifty million on four of the. <laughs> and still can't get <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I'd have. <laughs> I'd have. I've had. I'd have Rogers head of head of. You know, most most managers. So yeah, Rogers all day long. Right then, Carl. That was proper boring, saying? that wasn't it? Sorry. <laughs> oh, you were all you're all serious, mate. It's a, it's a nice change of pace, that you know. I'm a new man. Yeah. That's it's it. Got, he's got this guy up on Carl, what are you saying? Uh, I, I'm going to have to echo what the lad said. If I'm being perfectly honest. <laughs> it's 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 devastating. <laughs> right, like the thing is. <laughs> What what the two lads have said is 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 exactly what I wanted to say, and every time they they said something I wanted to say, I was Sorry, getting man. more and more angry inside, and it, <laughs> it, it, it it genuinely nearly pushed me to pick in the hawk uh, because <laughs> it literally stole my thunder and said all the nice things I wanted to say. It's but, what thunder? Thunder. thunder. Uh, just just thunder. checking. Yeah. Oi, uh, <laughs> He's going to smash his fucking phone up in a second. He's going to go absolutely batshit mental. Go on, Cal. Sorry, Cal. I couldn't, I couldn't resist my I'm sorry. No, don't worry about it. But like, I, 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 I like, again, what um, Adam was saying. He's the only, uh, out of the Premier League managers, he'd be probably the only one I'd like to see when Bielsa leaves come in. He's not a, like, 
he like he's a great man manager. His football, his style of football, look, let's be honest, is quite similar to the way we play. And he adapts to teams that play the similar way to them, which he proved against Leeds, the setback and they, they soaked it up more so than we would when we try and hit people on the on the counter attack, and he he played us quite well that day. Like, and uh, uh, yeah, I'd I'd like to see him come in, but for this week it's going to have to be uh, Rogers, I'm afraid. Right, smarty. It's, wow. uh, what you got? So it's all going in one direction here. What have you got to say? Not one direction. direction. Shit, by the way. And, that, and with that, we found out that he's not a Metallica fan. He likes to watch Boys and Boy Band. <laughs> Do you know what? I'd rather go to a One Direction concert than a fucking Metallica um, one. The biggest value that really says a lot about it. Used. I can't speak. I'm in shock. Um, <laughs> I can't really argue with what either of, or either of you, all three of you, have said, to be fair. You know. Um, however, I will. Does Brent <laughs> Rogers have his 10 meter swimming badge? I probably think not. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he's a fantastic manager, Brendan Rogers, and for that exact reason, I'm picking the hawk. Fair enough. Um, well, you know, same as what Smarty said. Really, I can't really disagree with um, anything you guys said about Rogers. He's, you know, he's a, he's a quality coach. He's shown that he uh, can do it at different clubs, different environments. He's managed big clubs. He's managed medium clubs. You know. And he's, he's adapted and he's done well everywhere he's gone. Um, but having said that, I don't like to see anyone pick on the little guy. And I don't think Rogers has brought the next generation of football stars at Gloucester fucking college or whatever it is. So for that reason alone, I'm going for the hawk because, you know, he's, he's put in the work and he's done his bit. <laughs> Gloucester's PE department. That's right. They're lucky to have him. Brendan Rogers has got silverware, he's got trophies, he's got medals. Fucking David Ockerdy's got a 10-metre swimming badge in his cycling proficiency, lads. There you go. There you go. I mean, what more do you want from a manager? <laughs> Lots of salt and pepper pots. So, yeah. unfortunately, it's uh, it's a win there for Rogers this week, which Absolutely. has disappointed Smarty yeah. and I very yeah. much. Yeah, but, uh, it's let's be honest, it, 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 it is quite a serious topic, you know, the hobby topic. <laughs> it is. It is. I, I feel that, you know... You're the one who fucking told Ralph Einstein. (laughs) You give him a bollocking, said you don't understand. You don't get it. (laughs) A fucking celebrity. I can't can't disagree with you. Yeah, but he picked out the pot. When are we ever going to get a chance to tell a celebrity that he's wrong again? He just got a bit power mad there, didn't he? You're fucking wrong, you dickhead. You don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) That's that's not what we do on this podcast, Ralph. (laughs) What were you you and where the fuck have you come from? Don't you (laughs) come in here, you famous bastard, and start changing things? Just totally off topic altogether. You celebs. Totally off topic altogether. Just to try and pull it back to football conversation a little bit. Um, Hang on, you've just just got Carl dead. We we have talked about... How nice is it, Carl? Don't do it to Ralph. (laughs) We we have talked about managers in the Premier League and we talked about whether we'd like others or not. (laughs) What's your thoughts on Hassan Hull? Well, I mean, I still want to know what Carl was going to say, to be honest with you. (laughs) He wasn't talking football, he was talking shit. (laughs) 
talking in that another podcast. Too soon. He didn't get his angry rant in, but he got a dig. Too soon. Sorry, boys. Sorry. Fuck him. They can do what they want. You'll still set them all on fire. Fuck just the cats, bastards! I'll set your cats on fire. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Um, to answer your question, cats Gil, um, in the film of this podcast. I think uh, I think Asano is actually a really decent shout. He um, didn't he used to be a cops assistant, or I mean, uh, I know that that people have drawn comparisons He's, between them. He was called the Austrian Klopp. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I think it'd be a good shout. Nine nil, and then and not get fired. Yeah, shows that the shows again, like shows credit to Southampton's board and and for not fucking him off after that because and that that was against Leicester, wasn't it? Fucking, they were hell. probably too um, fucking skin to pay him off. To be fair, but yeah, let's go with <laughs> let's go with credit. Southampton's board. Just still another board. play at Liverpool. Rick didn't let us have Adams, though, did he? He didn't. Bastard. <laughs> But I think I think Hassan Hassan Hutal or whatever he's called, I think he's a he's a decent decent lad. Yeah, he's, does, he's it, does that does that literally transfer his rabbit hutch? <laughs> I, think, no, I, think, I think it might. Don't Schweinsteiger. Ralph Rabbit Hutch. Ralph Rabbit Hutch, I like that. But Schweinsteiger um translates to pig fucker, doesn't it? <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. The Leeds podcast. We're not Sheffield related here. Very educational tonight. All animals are available if you're from Not bestiality being spun around. Our pigs were also. Keith Stroud's a fan. I've heard Keith Stroud's a fan. I think we're getting to a point where we're all going a bit insane now and off topic. So I'm going to wrap us up now, boys. Just like that. How dare you? We're already getting going. How dare you? How dare you? Listen, I know, I know you got cut off, Carl. Go on, spit it out. Tell us what you want to say. Let's have it. I don't know. That all you've got for us. For all that. Can you, uh, can you kick him out, Gilly? I'll mute him or something. I'll see you in the group chat later as well, yeah? <laughs> That's where he threatens us, people. Right, yeah. so, that you, so you guys don't. See the real side of Carl, angry Carl, as we call him. Yeah, I set fire yeah. to the cats, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I set fire to couches as well. If anyone, you know, couches with rain uh, still on them. We've been going so well. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Fuck it. Fuck this. We've gone. We've gone insane here. I'm wrapping this up, boys. I don't care what you say, Carl. You'll be muted if you start again. So anyway, we need you now, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> we need you now, unfortunately, because we've got the competition going for the smartwatch, uh, which is still live. And uh, Angry Cows is now known. We'll be picking the winner of that on the post Leicester podcast. So tune in for that one. Make yep. yourself a nice bit of kit there from mm. uh, Father what, Christmas what, himself. What does everybody have to do to? How, how do you have to? How do you win? How do you win that? Or what do we have to do? to it? I'll let Gilly step in on this one because because uh, you don't know. I can't remember. To write a 16th century screenplay in the in the writing of William Shakespeare, and also do you know to that, do a dance with scabs. Do you know that they say that Shakespeare didn't write most of his own plays? No. <laughs> just, no listen, that's too highbrow for this podcast, Gilly. Only you would know that. Um, it's just one so, of the things he says to women, you know, so they think he's well read and smart. <laughs> it just comes out with random Shakespeare facts. I think, oh, this guy, yeah, it's a 
Well, you shut up and let me talk about the competition that you That's <laughs> no, not nice, is it? That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, um, we asked people to subscribe to uh, a podcast of their choosing across YouTube or what have you. Uh, but really, the, 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 um, the entry uh, elements are to like, to, to, to retweet, um, and to respond on the uh, competition tweet. Thank you very much, Gilly. Nice and good. You're concise. not in, you can't win. Sort it exactly. out. Exactly. So, after that, I just want to say thanks for listening to us. Uh, if you've stuck with us throughout some of that, then uh, really grateful for that. You've done well. Um, <laughs> I'd like to uh, invite you all to join us after the next game, the lesser game for Berardi and Coke, where we'll be discussing whatever's happened in that match, good or bad. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter, subscribe to us on YouTube and our podcast channels. And uh, I'd just like to dedicate this podcast to Frank Lampard. Thanks very much, everybody. Stop crying. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Frank. <laughs> Bye, Frank. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Otter Know Better podcast, the independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Otter Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi & Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.